1: cooey welcome to the gold show it's friday night
0: the novelty of cooey has not worn off for the americans
1: no my my neighbors think i'm nuts they don't know what's going on you're just
0: cooeying all the time (laughs) you're cooeying all all over the damn place
1: i just stand in the backyard and go
0: (laughs) 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 trying to see what wildlife will come to you
1: yep if you you,
0: you astound (laughs) cooey
1: Couple couple kangaroos,
0: some wallabies. Oh, that's gonna take a long time for them to get here.
1: Hugh Jackman, you just don't know who's gonna show up. Ah! So
0: oh my god, poor Hugh Jackman. He must be so confused. He's
1: like, anyway. Oh. Hugh
2: Jackman stole my baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's a baby stealer, that one.
1: So welcome to the cult show. It's Friday night and we are here together apart yet again but yes it's sad but it's okay we're gonna get through it together but guess what everyone Scott yeah. what producer scott was released from his mexican
0: prison <laughs> wow. he here. Yeah. thank you everyone who sent bail money we really could not have gotten there without you all that was yes. that was really sweet of you
1: yeah. The Kickstarter was a great idea, Caleb. Thank you for suggesting that. No, so not a right. problem, not a problem. Free yeah. Scott hashtag Free Scott. It <laughs> works. <laughs> so, yes, producer Scott's back in the house. Welcome, Scott. We ooh, miss ooh, you. Ooh, ooh. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone is extremely happy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so hey, what are we drinking?
0: Elevations. I've got my loyal companion, my ride or die, my true love, the Logus the Hop Hopwater, Hoppy Refresher. Why they don't send me this for free is beyond me. Loganitas. Call your girl. Yeah. I'm always drinking this. You could support the cult show for fuck's sake. Right. And, and they're local. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, they're, I don't get it.
0: They're in our backyard. Um, so I mean it could be the fact that i haven't tried to reach out to them or anything either i just think that they yeah. should they should find me anyway it's what i'm drinking okay all right and i'm going to open it <laughs> which is always really scary for everybody because i'm not what you would say good at this oh jesus nope nope didn't do it ah god okay there we go it spilled <laughs> everywhere <laughs> Caleb, quick! <laughs> No, I just want to watch this. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, watch my watch me struggle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a uh, vodka and fresh freeze orange juice. So at that. Yeah, look
0: at so, that. It's yeah, very pretty. And a
2: big old quadruple yeah, mason jar.
0: Yeah. That's a lot. It's a big All jar. Right. So
1: tonight, I'm changing it up. <gasps> what? Uh, this was given to me by our, our own wonderful Michael B., in chat, huh. for for my my birthday that happened to be on Monday, by the way, um, we're not
0: celebrating it yet.
1: No, we're not celebrating. But Michael yeah. gave me this moonshine, and it's a uh, wow. it's apple <sighs> apple pie, apple pie. Oh, apple, apple. pie! Yeah.
2: <laughs> Have you had this? Midnight Caleb? moon. No, but they talk about it on that show, uh, Justified, that we watched. You're like you're like, like really? I.
0: I <laughs> i had apple pie, one of the, mount- one
2: of the folk make, make apple pie moonshine.
1: Do you just drink really it good.
0: like that, or do you mix well, it with I'm, something?
1: Well, and then someone else, a wonderful guy, Mr. Scott himself, gave me this cool glass.
0: Oh, look at that. For my
1: alcohol sipping. So I'm going to try and pour it <laughs> and see what happens. I haven't tasted it yet, obviously.
0: Yeah, so it this smells smell strong. It's a lovely it's color. It
1: tastes
0: like pie. Is it crust? Is it crust in I, it? D-
1: does it tastes like? It tastes like rubbing alcohol and apple pie mixed
0: hey! It's mm-hmm. very nice,
1: actually. Sounds nice. like
0: moonshine.
1: Moonshine in the house. We're gonna get some coups tonight. All right.
0: <laughs> Lord.
1: So, cheers. Sandra, before we cheers, oh, yeah, what's happening tonight? Can you just cue in the folks who may not know what we're doing?
0: We are talking about a movie that is 21 years old this year, if you can believe it. Came out in 2000, yeah. So, 2021, 20, I mean, that's old now. Um, American Psycho, and this is a little bit of a celebration for Women in Horror Month because uh, the director Mary Heron, who also helped adapt the screenplay with Guinevere Turner, so nice little. Throwing it out to women in horror, and this is yep. a very heavily female influenced film as well. So,
1: awesome! Yeah. All right. Well, cheers to everyone! Happy chin, Friday!
0: Chin. Cheers, friends! Chin chin! <laughs> 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 oh my god! What a good surprise! What a
1: surprise!
0: That was, that was a good surprise. <laughs> I love it.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes. That was the best part of our (laughs) show last week, if you ask me. (sighs) All right. All right. Let's see who is joining us tonight. We, of course, have the illustrious, the man who needs no introduction, Hungry Boy. Hello. Hey, buddy. And we do have our bookends in the house. Pismo Mark and Mark Vision's Truth are back with us. Hello, gentlemen.
0: The bookends. The bookends.
1: Space, space. Of course, we love Hi, our my Macy. Friend. Nice
0: friend,
1: nice. Macy, uh, And of course, we have. L- Let's see, Laura and Mindy. Um, these two—they're two of a kind in crime. That's the only way to describe them. Uh, I love it. Do <laughs> you? use kind of a long silence there. Oops. I did. I so, had to think.
0: I had to. I had to let it sink in. Okay. But I like it. But I
1: like it.
0: But <laughs> okay. I like it. It's good. Enoch, Enoch, Enoch,
1: welcome. Ooh, good to see what's you. Up, e? And we're going down and we're going on, and I'm seeing that we've got some new friends with us tonight. We have Kelly. Kelly D84. Welcome, Kelly. Thanks for being here.
0: <laughs> that's our Kelly. So not R. Kelly. Our <laughs> no, <that's> R. <laughs> R. Kelly. Oh, our, that's our that R. Kelly. Yeah. Yes. Not
2: R. Kelly. Uh, no. Not R. If R. Kelly. If it
0: was R Kelly, then it would be R Kelly prison. Like, you know, and sheets, then he, he can yeah.
2: pissed on. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a long <laughs> okay. screen name. No, this is our Kelly. This our, is our Kelly. Is, our because she's a big fan of this here film, and I think she's gonna have some things to say.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Uh we also have uh Evan Faulkner joining us tonight. Hello, Evan. Hi, How Evan. are you? Hello, Evan's, Evan.
0: Evan's a cool cat. I know Evan.
1: You know Evan? Right. I know
0: I know everybody. You know, know everybody. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. I'm like the fucking mayor of Cult Town. I know everybody.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, bring all your friends over for God's sakes. All right. <laughs> That's who is with us. If I'm missing anyone, I greatly apologize. I will find you later in the chat. I promise. If I missed you. Otherwise, if you haven't chimed in yet, please jump on chat. Say hello. Chime.
0: Hello. Chime in.
1: Uh, Hungry's Chime. asking. Ooh, is this the Kelly from the early Cult shows? Yes, Hungry. That that is that Kelly. Believe and hungry,
0: you know her from Spooky Slumber Party, exactly. Because I know you well. listen to that. Yeah. Okay. And speaking and, of spooky, um, oh, yes, yes.
1: No, I was to say, did you guys do anything any Spooky Slumber Party or anything this week?
0: Well, we have an episode coming next week. Okay, so I'll tell you guys about that then gonna have to wait it's actually it's gonna be Emma's birthday episode so we have something a little little fun plan to discuss um what did I do? I watched a movie with you fine people um Neil and Caleb uh watched together a movie uh, that's gonna be coming up actually yep. Neil's birthday episode so well, I'm gonna save that but I watched that. <laughs> oh my god i watched neil you're gonna be so mad i didn't watch any new 30 coins i just finished the third episode sorry i'm jeez. sorry okay. i Go ahead. i made a decision you're gonna be mad but i I watched all of wandavision
1: oh jeez, yeah on Disney okay. Plus.
0: oh my god it's so good it is so good i'm freaking loving it i'm really into it. how because <gasps> jan watches it huh
1: you know, I had more interest in this one because it didn't look like a regular... Like, I really thought the whole thing was going to be them in the TV series doing different genres of television or, or you know, decades of television. So it seemed different yeah. and more interesting. It's starting to segue now more into Avenger-y stuff. Bigger. So this yeah, is probably where I'll start tuning on. out, possibly. No,
0: Neil, <laughs> stay! <But laughs> stay! So, so I mean, did, you watch, I don't...
2: did you watch today's episode? No,
0: I haven't yet. Oh, okay. um, but I'm... I'm loving it. I think it's so cool. I love, of course, the actors that are in it. Um, I love the tone. I love the vibe. I love the mysterious goings on. One thing I really dig about Disney+, Plus because they did this with Mandalorian too, is the episodes are just like how long they want them to be. Like you'll have an episode that's like 32 minutes and an episode that's like 36 minutes. And I'm like, thank you. Like just take the amount of time you need to tell the story you don't have to add, like, a whole bunch of, like, filler or, like, weird stuff. I don't know. I think that's really cool. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, I rewatched this movie to be fresh in my mind.
1: Yep. All right. Yep. What about Sea Dog? Okay.
2: Um, so I finished reading Salem's Lot. Ooh. Um, because I really I've never seen the mini series before. Um oh, that's right. And I had seen a while ago that it was on Shudder and I was like, all right, I'm gonna read the book first and then we're gonna to watch it. Finished reading the book, went to Shutter. And guess what's no longer on there? <gasps>
0: oh they already pulled it. Dang, I feel like that yeah. was real quick.
2: Yeah, so I was I was a little pissed off about that. So um it'll be bad. I i'm i'm I, i'm only bringing this up uh but i watched the um english version of girl with the dragon tattoo like two days ago and then what was it yesterday or today I read that christopher Plummer passed away so yes. that's you know i was like i just saw that guy you know so
0: um <laughs> i wonder if that's going to be on this week in entertainment history
2: yeah. So, hmm. Sorry if I. Sorry hmm. if I stole that, Neil.
0: <laughs> Spoiler alert: cuz for
2: Plumbers so, Day? And then I know what I'll be watching on Sunday: in the Super Bowl. So that's coming up. Yay! <laughs> with,
0: the, with the foosball. Yeah. With the foosballs. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: I'm excited about yeah. that. What's all
0: right. Super Bowl Sunday.
1: So, um, yeah, like I've been telling everyone, thirty coins. I'm high on that. I watch that episode every week or that show every week. So you all know about that. Um,
0: I'm just a little Uh, behind.
1: I'm just a little behind. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. No worries. You'll get caught up eventually. Um, Two things for me. One, uh, you guys. um, You guys, seriously. (laughs) Hungry Boy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hungry Boy made a... I just wanted to say real quick. He made a very sweet little message on YouTube for my birthday uh, in which apparently he blew his voice out (laughs) doing it because he made himself sound like the voiceover guy for uh, movie trailers and and the thing, so... Um, I feel really bad, but thank you, Hungry. That was very sweet of you. It was very nice. Um, again, you guys, if you haven't gone to Hungry's channel, go check him out on YouTube, uh, Hungry Boy. And remember, if anyone else has a YouTube channel, they do or a podcast, let us know. We will happily push it for you. We'll let everyone if we, else know. If
0: we like it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. If Sandra approves, we will do that.
0: <laughs> we'll watch a few episodes and be like, no. Yeah. no.
1: Also, I have an update on our podcast standings on some statistics. I'm listening. This one Ooh. I found very interesting. Okay. We are, believe this or not, the number six podcast and film reviews in Nigeria.
0: In Nigeria? So,
1: in Nigeria. Don't know how that happened.
0: Wow. But, oh, we, cra- we cracked the I top ten. It's, I yes. wonder if
2: it's all those Nigerian princes that I get emails from.
1: <laughs> are you giving them money? Has something I- to do with it. <laughs> I'm guessing they only have six podcasts in the whole country. I mean, so yeah, be we the probably shouldn't. We
0: probably, like, shouldn't be flattered. It's, yeah. But no, that's so awesome. Yay! Thank you, Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Dang. you so much. So,
1: we are truly international. Love it. But more <laughs> important we are we are forever grateful, and we will do our best yeah. to... Yeah. Uh, earn to earn that respect that you you have given, you have bestowed upon us. So we, we will <laughs> we will do whatever we can to
0: You've led make us you into proud. your homes, you've let us into your hearts.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: You like me, you really like me. <laughs> exactly.
1: But us, of course. Anyway, I thought that was really cool, actually. I thought that it was, is oh, really that is cool. cool. Yeah. So all right. That, was... that takes us oh. to this week. And entertainment history. (laughs) Yay. Oh, we don't have to do the music
0: this time. (laughs) Yay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Let's see.
1: Starting with February 1st. Go figure. Um, 1893. Thomas Edison opens the very first movie studio in West Orange, New Jersey in 1893. so cool. Yes. I'm only saying that because it's going to come back around a little bit later. Um, okay, noted. Also, <laughs> okay. noted. Pay attention. Uh, also, on February 1st in 1901, Clark Gable was born. Oh, I like Clark Gable. Yeah. On February also, 1st. Wow. February you share 1st. A birthday. Other birthdays on February 1st Sherilyn yeah. Fenn, Paulie Shore, friend. Michael C. Hall, our good buddy William Lustig, and Sherman Hemsley. Wow. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, you, sh-
2: you share a birthday with uh, some impressive people.
1: I know, that's right? Neil's that's birthday. How I planned too. it. I planned it that way, Caleb. Buddy. <laughs> Buddy. I <laughs> get some grindage. Ow! <laughs> okay, um, listen on the juice. <laughs> <laughs> also on February 1st, uh, this one's not so good. Uh in 1978, that's the day that Roman Polanski skipped town for you know what he did, being basically uh Big pleading guilty creep. to having yeah, yeah, having a relationship with a 13-year-old girl. So
0: Yes, for being a creep,
1: for being skeezy. Damn. Brilliant director, but skeezy AF.
0: Skeezy
1: (laughs) AF, Um, Let's see. On February 1st, we learned that Hal Holbrook had passed away. Yes! He actually died, I guess, on January 23rd, I think it was, the week prior. Mm -hmm. But they announced it on February 1st. So, very sad for me, because, I mean, Hal, Jesus, you know, I'm talking... He played Henry, man, from Creep Show. A huge, huge yes. piece of my piece of my oh, life, for sure.
0: Great actor.
1: Yeah, and a, a good, I mean, and other roles, of course, and lots of other roles. Mm-hmm. But um, let's see. Also, we have February first, two thousand four, was when Janet Jackson explo- exploded, exploded her breast.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Was Janet Jackson exploded. On national TV. Her she, she, arose, man. Yeah.
1: That's, she uh, was that's,
0: all that's, that's quite a
2: wardrobe malfunction. That's quite, it's <laughs> yes.
0: It's when she exploded. It's when she, <laughs> she exploded, yeah. And pieces of Janet flew everywhere. And some people still have their little pieces of Janet to this day. You can sell them <laughs> on it's eBay a lot of, of money.
1: Uh, her little pieces of boob just all over the stadium. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, I love Janet. And I love Janet Jackson. I, I man, I... I am part of Rhythm Nation, so I know you're talking about. It. <laughs> I so, part
0: of Rhythm Nation. The, I don't see you at the Rhythm Nation meetings. I the know. hell you I'm are! There.
1: You're,
2: you're, more was, the, you're, more, you're more of the nasty boy category. Yeah. category. You think? Janet Jackson.
0: Know. That was my first tape. That was my first tape as a. Was it? As as, as like I, a conditioner I, I or something. I that tape. Yeah. Yeah. Tapes. I'm, I'm Janet Good, good times. Jackson. If you're nasty. <laughs> I am so. Janet. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay. No, you win oh, you're janet
1: oh i'm janet <laughs> damn it <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> february 1st here's a sad one i'm bringing us down i'm sorry uh february 1st 1988 is a day that heather o'rourke passed away our wonderful <sighs> carol ann from poltergeist <sighs> wow. so, so
0: crazy so sad yes
1: that story That sad that whole thing <sighs> always makes me sad every time i you think about it hear about it anything so yeah Ugh. horrible horrible Okay. Uh, find me on to February second. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>, moving on. <laughs> In 1893, Thomas Edison he films the world's very first movie close-up. It was a sneeze. He filmed someone sneezing. Ew! Gross. <laughs> yep. <There laughs> Super you go. gross, Tom. What's <laughs> up
0: with that, Tom?
1: I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, February second. This is a great one. 1937. Okay. Dwayne Jones, our wonderful Ben from Night of the Living Dead. <gasps> Dwayne Jones, Jones is born!
0: Yay! Yes. Wow, that's pretty awesome.
1: Extremely awesome. If you ask he me. Just
0: he just missed sharing a birthday with you.
1: Just missed it.
0: Poor but, guy. Um, he regret. He regretted it his whole life.
1: He did. He was like, "Damn, <laughs> damn." Okay, I here's one for meal. you. <laughs> for you, yeah. Star Trek fans. I, I threw this. We in have for you. some.
0: We have some Star Trek fans in the audience today.
1: Do we? Okay, good. Hmm. Um, on February 2nd, 2,338 was the day that Data, the Android, was created. <laughs> so, what? how about that? February happy 2nd, 2,338. Very nice. So happy I like that future birthday. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's so great.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't Isn't love it? Data? Data's rad.
1: Data. Yes. Um, definitely is. Let's see. Also, um... Let's see what happened here. This one was... Okay. uh, NFL, on February 2nd, 1985. uh, NFL running back, broadcaster, actor, felon, an all-around piece of shit, O.J. Simpson, married his eventual murder murder victim, Nicole Brown. Oh, wait, wait. He was acquitted. Sorry.
0: That was 1985 they were married? Yes. Yes. Jeez.
1: So... Yes, you will sense sarcasm in my voice, people. And I yeah. apologize for that. But you know what? I don't apologize for that. <laughs> you
0: don't apologize so. for O.J.
1: <laughs> you didn't do it. <laughs> um, okay. Ugh. Also, February 2nd, 1969. The, the Yes. Ju- <laughs> Let's just forget about the juice. Um, <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> but no, You're right. Just to throw my jabs in, now we're done. Okay, February like 2nd, it. 1969, Boris Karloff passed away from pneumonia at 81 years old. Oh. Um, also oh. passing away on February second, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Gene Kelly, and Donald Damn. Pleasance.
0: Wow! Wow! That's a horrible day. know yeah. <laughs> what, what, that's what, not
1: what a is it about that day? Holy shit!
2: Yeah,
0: not that's a, a day. cursed day.
1: <sighs> okay, we're we're bringing this down. We're bringing this down. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, this okay, we great.
1: all learned today that the wonderful Christopher Plummer passed away, um, oh. ninety one years old. So. Yeah. That man acted until the end, man. I mean, we saw him in Knives Out, Knives out just last Knives year. Out. Was that last yeah. year? Two years ago now? But I think it was anyway. two years ago. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: So. laughs> in all, I'm so confused what year it is. It's fine. I know um, I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Chris,
2: I don't know. It hit a little hard. Like growing up, my mom loves the sound of music. And so that was like a big part of the soundtrack of my life. And, you know, of course there's the sound of music part And the postman. Yes. I am always going to bring it back to the
0: fucking postman. <laughs> How can I slip the postman in here?
1: So, yeah, I mean, um, was, yeah. Was right. The, the, the movie music... feels like 91 oh. years long to watch.
0: Oh, I was gonna say that's actually a musical that I enjoy, the sound of music. Oh I wow, do. okay. I mm-hmm. think the the film production's just really beautiful. And I love Christopher Plummer. And so I like love him in that role. And I love his chemistry with Julie Andrews. So hey, Christopher Plummer, hey. thanks for being in like the one out of ten musicals I like, <laughs> and a million. And he did a million other brilliant things. I love him. Yeah. And up, and up. He's great. He's the bad guy's voice of the bad oh, guy. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. So many. I mean, just ah, so many things. So 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 many. You know, it's funny
1: for me. Um, the two things I like him in the most is when he was a bad guy, and it was um, it was in Dragnet. Where he played yes, the reverend, yeah. the bad Revan. and yep. it was in Dreamscape when he played the bad government guy. Right. Yeah. So.
0: Plays yeah. a baddie well,
1: yes. So, but anyway, but those are this the things that I fondly fondly remember. But yeah. uh, and then finally, okay, finally, uh, I skipped over this on purpose. But on February fourth, nineteen forty, was George Romero's birthday. So on yes. Thursday, yesterday was George Romero, the man. Um, so I wanted to bring leave that for last because. The uh, University of Pittsburgh Library is actually having this really cool live stream event on Tuesday that they're going to yeah. actually going to have a bunch of it's uh, stuff from his early days uh, when he was basically, I guess, a student and or his early films. They're going to have a bunch of movies and stills and uh, props and wow. scripts and all kinds of stuff. They're going to show that apparently have been like in an archive forever. And they're going to pull wow. it out for the first time and show it. And you can register and watch the stuff live uh, on Tuesday. So I had the link already below in our comments of this episode. So if you yeah. click that, you can take you to the registration page, put your yeah. email in. It's all free, and then on Tuesday you can watch the um, watch it. So
0: that's so cool. Yeah.
1: So you guys, if you're a Romero fan, I recommend by all means.
0: And, and to who see is what the not a Romero fan? Us. Who Among know. Us? <laughs>
1: I I would shudder. I shudder to think of someone who doesn't doesn't like George and I know
0: it's like really but, nothing, you know, like anything, not nothing, not like anything.
1: Yeah, okay, really? Sure. Exactly. Then here, get, get, <laughs> yeah, get get out.
0: Get out of the basement. Get out get of out our the, basement.
1: Get out of the globe. You don't belong belong here.
0: <laughs> get off, get, get off, off of the my globe. planet. <laughs> Jump off of the flat earth that we live on <laughs> in <into> this space.
1: <laughs> Go back to Mars, you freaking loser. <laughs>
0: You freaking Martian! Oh, this is a fun uh, game. Are you okay. actually done with that segment now?
1: That's it. That is the end. Who's you this? can kill it, Scott. Thank you. I'm sorry <laughs> it was a long one, guys, but there was a lot going on. There,
0: there was here. a lot to unpack there. So, oh, yeah, it
1: really was all
0: around piece of shit.
1: Okay, um, let's see. So, new subscriber alert. We got new subscriber John Ninis and Moon Boy Wolf twenty eight. Welcome, welcome.
0: Hi, friends. Yeah,
2: welcome. Thank you very much. Welcome, welcome. welcome. You got us to 300 subscribers.
1: That's right. 300, 700. We're going to make it. We're going to make it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: All right. Um, Sandra. Yes. I, I give you. I give you oh, the mic. I give you The,
0: the floor is mine. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Take- welcome. Welcome to the main event. So, this month is known as Women in Horror Month, and as I like to say, by you being here, by you watching or listening to the cult show, you're already supporting Women in Horror cuz you're supporting me. Um, so we'll be plugging that on on all of my shows cuz Women in Horror Month is a cool cool little thing um, that women in horror deserve more love and way more attention, especially the ones who are writing and directing it. So next week, I'm actually going to start peppering in some recommendations, like in my section of the like, what did we do this week? I'm going to share some like women in horror things that maybe you haven't watched or that I can recommend for you all. But tonight we are talking about 2000s American Psycho. It's so hard. I always want to call it American Horror Story.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Well, and it kind or, of or, or, so it or,
2: is. or you could call it American Pie, like I was doing earlier. So. <laughs> American,
0: American Graffiti. As anything that's not what it is. Okay, <laughs> American so Sniper.
2: We, American American. <laughs> American
0: <laughs> Sniper. So, as we mentioned before, this is directed by the fabulous Mary Heron, who god she's such a cool director she's done a lot of stuff and if you take a look like over her imdb you probably see some things you're like oh she did that oh she did that i totally forgot she also helped adapt the screenplay with guinevere turner um they adapted it from brett easton ellis's book he's kind (laughs) of i don't love him brett i don't love him he's why what happened
1: what i miss? Oh, God!
0: So many things, Neil. So many things
1: is he is he cancelled?
0: Yeah, he's been cancelled for a long time. Uh, oh, you have okay. you have to look that up. But so he wrote this book, um, and it was a very, very famous book, uh, famously, like controversial. People loved it or hated it. Um, so many people were attached to adapting and directing this. And it's really cool that Mary and Guinevere got it. And I think that it landed totally in the right women's hands with this. So this is the story of Patrick Bateman. Uh, this is set in the late 80s. Patrick is a Wall Streeter finance guy. And on the outside, he has this facade of having it all together, being so rich, so, uh, I don't know, top of his game, 80s slime ball. He has a persona that's kind of his his alter ego, where he is a psychopath and likes to kill and mutilate people, especially women. And as time goes on, this alter ego is starting to kind of take over his normal persona. Okay. The oh,
1: end. End. Bye. <laughs> dun, 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 dun.
0: so so yeah
1: okay what oh can i say real quick about going to going to be a turner please um i read i read a quote that she said that i i love i thought it was hysterical i don't know maybe all women <laughs> this is it might be a man thing or just me because i'm weird but um okay. a quote she said is one of the many things i love about being female is i am absolutely 100 percent positive that i don't have any kids
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, I thought that was
1: a great. I thought that well, was great.
0: It makes sense. Societies around the world that had like a matriarchy because it's like, why would you follow the father's lineage when you can get it straight from the source of the person that birthed the kid? I mean, come on, it makes yeah. more sense. Um, I like her. She's a really witty, sharp person. <laughs> she, I actually have yeah. a a quote that I want to share from her that I screenshotted, but um. I can wait or I can do it. I can do, wait, it's I can do it. It's up to you. Now. I can. I'm just going to say I, it then. I'll go quick. I'll go quick. I'll go quick. I'll go quick. quick. So this is from Guinevere talking. Um, I very much think it's a feminist film talking about American Psycho. It's a satire about how men compete with each other and how in this hyper-real universe we created, women are even less important than your tan or your suit or were you summer. And to me, even though the women are all sort of tragic and killed, it's about how men perceive them and treat them. It's funny to me because so many women have not seen the film because they assume it's some horrible slasher movie and that always hurts my feelings. 14 years later, so this is from 2014 when she wrote this... um, Um, When someone finally says, I've seen the movie and it's actually a really feminist film. And I think, wow, so all this time you've been thinking that Mary and I just sold out in the 90s and decided to make a horror movie because we thought we were going to get rich. Um, There's also a lot of sources that say Brett Easton Ellis also considered it um, a feminist piece when he wrote it. So pretty cool, pretty interesting. I love hearing that directly from her, um, that her and Mary worked so hard on this. And to kind of, you know, put this, they they found in the text a feminist message and they're like, we can translate this to screen perfectly.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think, yeah. But I think Guinevere Gwyne, sounds like, she, yeah, she's a, just a totally awesome, very witty person for sure. Yeah. Like I would love to sit down and have a conversation with her because she just seems like she'd be <laughs>
0: Me not only too. intelligent, but,
1: but hysterical. Hysterical. Though.
0: Yes. <laughs> She seems hella funny. All right. So I have twe- a lot to say.
1: Yeah. Well, let's get into it then because um, I've seen this movie one time in, I think, around when it came out. Uh, and then I watched it again this week.
0: Oh, my God. So it's been that long. Between it had viewings. been quite a while in
1: between viewings. Yeah. For wow. Sure. So I would love to hear the feminist take. And then, and then, of course, I'll happily sprinkle in mine and Caleb. Can Caleb be the macho take? <laughs> no.
0: He's like, no, bro. So um, why don't you go ahead, Caleb? What do you, what's your first the, kind the, of thought? The
2: unmacho take?
0: Yeah. What's the Caleb take?
2: Do I really want to go right to that, though? I mean, I told oh, you where shit. I want to go early.
0: <laughs> okay, go where you want to go. This is freeform well, poetry.
2: I mean, I, you know, look, I've read the book before. I've seen the movie a few times now. Um, I, I, I mean, I really, I really, really, really like this movie. It is so good. It is so fun to watch. Um, it's comedy, but it's like, it's like Neil and I growing up humor. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, just off the top of your head, things that, you know, you just, you would say to your friends that you're probably not supposed to say, you know, I mean, Patrick kind of just. Blech, just has verbal diarrhea whatever he's thinking he's gonna fucking say it um and i'm not uh, fuck i don't know i i don't know where i want to go with this so <laughs> why don't one of you guys start out first because sure. i really do like this movie but i i too have so much i want to say about it All right but a lot of it is more towards the end
0: to the end of the film if okay that
2: makes any sense
0: how about okay. you, Neil? Having watched this movie twenty-one freaking years apart, what what is it out to <laughs> you immediately?
1: Um, boy. Okay, so I I actually remembered a lot of the movie, believe it or not, which is amazing for me. Um, yeah, that's amazing. I, it is. Um, I of course I love any almost anything eighties. So the fact that it's set in the eighties when it is, um, I do love the. Ugh, consumerism and the how much the people in this movie are materials, mate, yeah, they're consumed with consumerism, they are materialistic <laughs> to obviously an extreme fault where it's all it is their lives is just about how they look, who they're with, where they're eating, what products they're using, all that uh, money, they're all that kind of stuff. While, of course, we look at it and we're like, oh my god, this is horrible and disgusting. It is so fascinating to watch because it is so true about yes. that time. And, yeah. uh, and I, I mean, granted, I was never in a position or a, whatever, a place at that point because I was, you know, what? A
0: child. I, in,
1: in the 80s, I was, you know, a child to a teenager. But yeah,
0: still a child. I was never,
1: yeah. but it's was a child. But, you know, but you still know about all these things, right? So it was, it's just so fascinating to watch. And I love how the movie starts with him with with bateman in the shower going through his regimen of how he gets ready starting with getting up and early and doing this the stretches or the whatever and he can do a thousand of the crunches now and you know and, and all these little <laughs> idiosyncrasies about what he does um i really do i i enjoy it a lot it's a great i think it was a great it's a great way to start a film you know what i mean yeah kind of sets you off mm-hmm. it sets you off right away with who this person is Without having to deal with any of the exposition or any other crap leading up to it. You just forget right into it. It's so smart.
0: It's so smart. Like, this movie's... Hell is smart it's so funny it is so funny producer scott had never seen it he watched it for the first time with me and he was like i didn't know this was funny and i was like there's <laughs> a lot of wonderful dark dry humor there's also yeah. some super dark moments it make and it it doesn't do a thing where it's weird tonally it just shows these really interesting contrasts um and i think that's quite an achievement by the whole crew and of course the actors and The amazing Christian Bale. Love that dude. Um, So I also read the book way back when. And um, I have a really, really pretty copy of it that I really love. I didn't get to reread it. see, Look look at him. I didn't get to reread it this week. But I think I'm due for a reread pretty soon of it. The book is incredibly (laughs) graphic. Um, Some really disgusting, disturbing stuff goes on. And one of the ways they kind of adapted it, Mary and Guinevere, is that they decided to focus more on not so much the acts of the killing and the acts of the violence, but the before and after of it. You know, and his monologues and his manner of thinking and and his little rituals around it. And um, as much as I love to just see the violence, sometimes that's a much more effective storytelling device, you know, to be like, you really get a peek into this psycho's head, you know, of, like, what what goes on in there. Um, on the 80s note, too, I think it is incredible how much to me this movie looks like it was made in the 80s. Like, the color palette, the, just, like, everything about it, it looks really authentic. The giant phones... Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything. That cordless. No, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But um, the 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 apartments, like the apartments, yes, or is a very yeah. stark white and blacks. You know, kind of of everything, and like I mean, yeah, yeah. That modern
0: the, sort of thing. That, yeah, were going high for. high
1: contrast, and yep. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Literally, just the film. The film, every like the actual film it's made on. Everything about it, it looks so genuinely eighties. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like they just really captured that somehow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, whoever the production or the set designers and the clothing designers, I mean, they just absolutely nailed. Yeah. <laughs> 1987?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's like 87. Yeah, they always just kind of say late 80s, and I, I can't remember in the book. I think they well, gave it a specific year, but I can't
2: remember. I think they say because rel- at the very the very end, that clip of Ronald Reagan on TV. Oh, um, like the book took place in eighty nine, but the clip was from eighty seven. So um,
0: interesting. I, I well, think and they he- took
2: place in two different places. Two yeah, different. Yeah, Huey Lewis
0: four,
1: I think, came out like 86, 87, If I remember correctly, I'm using my okay. brain for that. Because right. I, when I I was a huge fan. Like like Christian Bale, like like Patrick <laughs> Bateman.
0: <laughs> yeah, when that album came out. I was
1: like, yeah, I was like, do you
0: like oh, Huey Lewis? This is, the like, news? this is a great <laughs> album. Oh my god. <laughs> <So>. Um. <laughs> Before I get to that, too, that just reminded me of we're talking <laughs> about Christian Bale. I read an interesting article. I can't remember somewhere. I think it might have been from the Village Voice or something, an older article. Um, and this reviewer was talking about how cool it is that Mary and Guinevere, they never turned Patrick Bateman into an antihero. Like he might say some stuff that kind of makes you chuckle, and sometimes you're like, "Ha ha, right?" And then you're like, you see the stuff he does, and you're like, "Jesus Christ, we don't have anything in common. We're not friends." And I thought that was kind of cool. And same thing with his little group of cronies, his friends. Is they're all these like very atypical. I'm an '80s, you know, greed is good, like frosted man, and they're supposed to be attractive, but they're so insidious wink wink they're so insidious <laughs> <laughs> that um they that you can't find them attractive and you're just repulsed i mean and same thing with the women too <laughs> like yes yeah. yeah i
1: don't know uh, i was pretty I impressed know. with christian bale's physique in the film <laughs> so you know he was uh well,
0: you could be impressed with him but i mean it's not yeah. like at any point you're like wow that patrick bateman what a hero or like you know any sort of tra- taxi driver vibes or anything where there's like a or walter white any sort of anti-hero thing it's like nah nah
1: <laughs> nah
0: it's going to be a no for me
1: okay All yeah, right. well <laughs> we'll see we'll we'll we'll, we'll find <laughs> you a boy we'll bring you home a boy that <laughs> we'll see <sighs>
0: Thanks. Scott won't
1: mind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring you so up. You, you can yeah. pretty much see the ellipses.
0: Dot, dot, dot. Thanks. <laughs> thanks.
1: <laughs> All right. So, um, so yeah, so Patrick basically, he's got, oh, go ahead. I was going to give you,
0: I was going to give you a jumping off point. I was going to give you an olive branch, but I was a talking yeah, I was point talk for about,
1: you. I was, oh, okay. I was going to talk about, or bring up uh, Patrick and his friends. Go, go for it. I'll his, save my his,
0: point for the next round.
1: Okay, for his friend group that he, he goes into. So you got his you got the the guys, the men, um, that all work at Pierce and Pierce, apparently, and they're all uh, equally douchey and horrible yes, people. Yeah, basically. they are. Yeah. So with their their wives and their, or girlfriends, I guess girlfriends, and their business cards and all wanting to eat at the right place and look the right way. And everybody's um,
0: cheating on everybody. And, everybody's yeah. cheating on
1: everyone else, with everyone else's yeah, boyfriend, girlfriend, exactly. So so much drugs. Um, and oh, yeah, I was that was it, man. If you're rich, that you was... were doing cocaine in the eighties.
0: Yeah. In the bathroom.
1: Or wherever, Absolutely. Yes. But those <laughs> his friend group, I mean the I don't know. It's kind of a you know, it's almost like <laughs> when you're when you have so much money that you can live that way, because the eighties obviously were there was excess. that side of the that side of the eighties, the excess. Yeah. And then there was the other side that Caleb and I were more a part of, which was <laughs> right. like, you really didn't have any money and you didn't live, you know, like that. The but, Reaganomics uh, people right. who
0: were yes, like, yes.
2: hey, all you know we what's... could afford was crack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just little kids doing little bits of crack. <laughs> so sad.
1: Smoking my crack in an apple that I hollowed out. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, this isn't my lunch apple. This is my elementary school crack apple.
1: <laughs> my crack apple. My elementary oh, crack ride Made my play the... school. Get behind the port. I skip out on the lunch line behind the portable. school <laughs> my crack apple.
0: <laughs> Don't be such a crack apple. Oh, I love it. Crack apples.
1: Look, luckily, the yard duty would go with me. So, it'd be okay. <laughs>
0: yard duty. <laughs> oh my god, yard duties. I remember them. God bless those people. If you're a yard duty today, God bless you. Shit, I mean, yeah, you're doing God's work.
1: You are. You probably have a freaking body armor and a taser these days. But.
0: Yeah, and I know you probably yeah. should have had them then too. <laughs> anyway Uh, so these (laughs) douchebags they're living not how you did
1: that's correct so i had a point (laughs) at some point about them doing some oh living the way you do so it's almost like when you 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 can you can do whatever you want i mean honestly and and patrick bateman kind of it's like why not if you are afforded the luxury of all this um autonomy to freaking be a psycho you know what I mean? It's like, why not live out your fantasies? I guess I don't know. It's kind of, I mean, I have, I have, yeah. I have a, re, a pituitary gland which helps with my reasoning, so I probably wouldn't do that. But, um, but you know, I'm, I'm just saying that it's like it's yeah. th- that probably that helps mold the monster that Patrick Bateman wants because, to be, yeah, or yes, becomes, yeah, becomes, you know, you know what I mean, based on the fact that he just can do whatever he wants because he has so much money.
0: I think that we don't talk about your glands nearly enough on this show.
1: <laughs> more gland. More glandular <laughs> I, we, discussion, please. And yeah. I mean, we could talk yeah. about
0: your gland, my glands, Caleb's glands. It's, okay. How yeah. boys' glands?
2: Let's just get glandular. How's that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> so, so Neil, would,
2: like, oh, yes, expounding yes. on that a little bit or expanding on that or, uh, you know, it's funny that you say that they can do whatever they want. Um, they can look in it a certain way. And yet they all gravitate towards this one look. Slick back hair, nice suits, you know, all they care about is, you know, how they look, you know, who they're dating. All the women look the same, you know, the blonde and the, you know, smoking their cigarettes the same way. Right. Um, It's like they have this power and they just like sort of turn into the same person.
0: They become like a little, um... I don't know which, like a little school of fish or something. Like and it's really, each yeah, they're, they're yeah. close yeah. to each other. Absolutely. When you can do all this individuality, they just want to conform and they just want to like be the status quo and be like accepted. Um, it's very interesting. And I think that's like, it's kind of a deep thought when you start to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole of this film right. and the eighties. Um, and I mean, I would argue that's a big point of the movie kind of what you said earlier that you can do whatever you want. It's like when you are rich and powerful and a man, you can literally get away with murder <laughs> and you can <laughs> get away with violence and assault and all of this horrible shit. I mean, like that's the very ending of the movie is like, he's probably going to get away with all of it. I mean, like he confessed, he did all the things.
1: Nobody yes. cares.
0: Um, And I mean, yep. there's such a sense of like no individuality among them. That's why people confuse him for the other guy. is because they're like, yeah, I mean, they're all same. Well, they have Pierce he had the and glasses Pierce.
1: and the same haircut. Only he had a, he wears it better than the other guy. But <laughs> but I mean, she he did, even says she though, did but, he did more crunches.
0: He did more crunches.
1: But he even says though he even at one point he says, you know, I just want to fit in. Yes, It's yes. like that's a line he says. So I mean, it's that's yeah. all they care about is that they just they all fit in, which means yeah. looking the same, acting the same. You know, I mean. And it, be, puts a, yeah.
0: it puts a diabolical twist on it when one of the reasons he needs to fit in is because he has this other side of himself that's so dark. And he's, like he says, he's not really a person. Technically he is, but he's like, I'm not though. Like, I feel like greed and disgust. And that's my only human emotions. Um, so it's like, he has to become part of this giant conformity army because he he's doing it kind of for different reasons than the cronies. He's doing it because he, you know, he needs to try to look like a human and pass for a human. Um, very interesting. Yeah, I love the Donald true. Trump line in there, too. Is that Donald Trump's car? That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you're
1: saying Patrick is duplicitous and that he is trying to fit in, but that's so that yes. he can actually keep being the cycle the that he wants to be.
0: Exactly. I know, but Neil's using all the big words today. I'm so proud of him. I feel like he's been looking at a thesaurus or something.
1: You know what? No, I actually know lots of big, I know lots of big words. The problem is my Alzheimer's typically (laughs) kicks in and I forget. When I try and say them, I try. I'm not making that up because my actually my that is it runs my mom's side of the family. So I, I'm I'm not I'm not I don't doubt that I probably have
0: early onset. So something's going on. Well, I mean, I'm proud of your big words because there's a lot of times I have to teach you words. Like we'll be texting <laughs> and you'll be like, "What is word?" Even though what is this like word? Yes. even though we're texting, so you're on your phone where well, you could Google it. Yeah, you, you At me, least I'm I, honest
1: and I want your I, help. So I mean. <laughs>
0: And I it's usually like, say, "Let me Google that for you."
1: Yes, I'm, I'm like yard duty. <laughs> Will you please help me? What
0: is going on? <laughs> it's like, oh. "Please, ma'am, may I have a definition?" <laughs> Can I like please get a Google? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I had a little point for you. I was going to extend a little olive branch okay. to you. Here comes my olive branch. Talk about the music.
1: <laughs> Talk about oh, the music. You. Talk about the music. Oh Caleb, it was you okay. Go first? It was all right. It was, <laughs> it was. take it or leave uh, it.
2: Actually it was uh so I did read that um the most money was spent getting the rights to all of these I bet. All that songs, wonderful eighties yeah. songs. Um yeah. however, they could not get Whitney Whitney would not allow them to use <laughs> Greatest Love of All. So Shocker I don't know if you noticed that, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't blame her, especially in that moment. She's like, you know what? Not nah. not really. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but look to where whatever. her brand
1: went, though. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> well, Huey Lewis was the same way, right? He didn't want, he didn't like the idea of it either. But but he allowed was, them to use it. No, in I know. I'm saying but he, he, he too was just, worried at first.
2: They did not allow them to put it on the soundtrack, you know, on the on the CD that was sold, but you compact know, disc. Uh, but it w- right. wasn't,
1: It was it not on the, I thought it was. And then he wanted, he went to it someone to have them on, all destroyed. And they,
2: then he retracted it. And so they had to recall all of those CDs and have <laughs> them destroyed. Um, I guess a few of them did sell and they are out there, but you're probably going to spend some money to get them.
0: Really? <laughs> I didn't know that story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. interesting there's a Damn. song i love that it's really quick in the in the movie it's when they're in a limo going somewhere towards the beginning a group called book of love and it's called i the song is called i touch roses i, I it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful song how's that funny
0: it sounds very funny it sounds very um kind of a confession and also like i touch roses i touch them I don't okay, know, something right. it's like,
2: well, I mean, if I Seal can get like a kiss from a, a kiss rose, from a rose, then yeah. why That's can't right.
0: we
1: touch roses? You
0: know? I touch roses, okay? <laughs> yes, you can do what you want, you can touch what you want. I'm gonna touch roses
1: anyway. Check it out, it's a great song. And if you got if you can do it on um, not your phone, but like on real like a stereo system, because it's got some pretty cool stereo effects in the beginning of it, um, and probably towards the end as well. Anyway, great song, great soundtrack. Watching that movie, like I texted you guys, this freaking movie's got it's like it's the soundtrack of my youth. And there's a ton of songs in there that it's like, yep, I was listening to that during that time. That was me. <laughs> yep. The difference um, is that I wasn't bashing someone's head in or <laughs> doing or doing whatever. <laughs> or got whatever. Caught caught whatever. Yeah, um, whatever. it was
2: Susu su- su- studio, su- Studioing. God, I can't even. Studioing. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Susu su- Studio. It's a Genesis song. Phil
1: Collins. Su- Phil Collins. Su- no oh, jacket yeah.
0: required. <laughs> no yes. jacket required. Oh my God. And I, uh, yeah, also, is, go ahead. the monologues around the music too. I mean, that's, you yep. know, brilliant. just some of the brilliant stuff in there. And of course, it's, so good. you know, it becomes kind of a tell for us in the audience that we know something really bad is about to happen when <laughs> right. he launches into one of those yes. monologues of those tirades too. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. funny because
1: I, I love, I actually, I really do love, uh music history and like learning about you know something that happened whatever in the past that, that may have uh in turn created what we're listening to today so i find that really fascinating and then when he's going in on these <laughs> diatribes <laughs> about freaking huey lewis and phil collins and whatever and you know what i mean before of course bashing you know axing or doing whatever happens i just love it it's just it's so awesome
0: yeah I, I mean, it's a lot of it is just his delivery is so perfect, it is. too, yes, you're right, yeah, it's just spot on um it's so, it's so, so good when, when he's
2: th- going into those, though, do you think these are his own personal thoughts, or do you think this is just things he has read in magazines?
0: I think it's I think it's him regurgitating.
2: Regurgitating,
0: yeah, yeah. That's what I always kind of thought. Yeah, because Mm. he doesn't really have human emotions, so I that's kind of what I always interpreted that as. Caleb is that he's like kind of like saying what he's heard other people say, and like he even has this whole tone and cadence of his voice that we know is Mm -hmm. not Patrick. Yeah.
2: Right. And then, really? so this it, it, well, so what made me think of <laughs> that is um there's the scene in the restaurant where he's talking about all the things that we we should be worried about, you know, and it's like famine here and you know, equal rights for women and you know, all these things. Yeah. And it and, and just the way he's delivering it, it made me think like he's fucking practicing that shit in the mirror in the morning. You know what I mean? And like, I wondered if he was doing that with his music um, (laughs) observations as well. (laughs) You know, it's like everything is cultivated, you know, his look, you know, what he's saying, like everything is cultivated. And so,
0: yeah. Yeah. His speeches is the same thing as his masks that he like, you know, puts on and does his whole things to like, Mm Yeah, try to assimilate, uh, you know. And he probably has like some weird encyclopedic knowledge that psychos have. <laughs> so, <laughs> you see, I take, would agree with Come standard issue. Yeah. I would,
1: ag- I agree that he's practicing those monologues about the music or whatever in the mirror. But I think that's his own. I think that's I think I do believe those are his feelings. I think he, he obviously reads that, you know. Do whatever. This album was this successful, and it sold this many copies. Blah blah blah. And then he takes that information and turns it. But I I do believe he, those are his songs that he enjoys, and that was what makes him want to go through that trouble of of regurgitating that monologue to whomever it is he's about to lay Dispatch. waste to, or yeah, or in some cases have a sexual whatever encounter with before dispatching. <laughs> but yeah i don't know i i don't know but it's, to me it seems like he's just too into it like he gets, seems to get really excited about when when, he, when he's going through the whole scene with jared leto you know yeah. right, right with the whole thing and i mean he's just you know the da- the little dancing bits he does, the you know? he yeah. does. yeah the whole yeah. thing and i mean I just it seems to me like that's you know it's a second nature it isn't something he's thinking about that he had to memorize it's just like to me it's more I don't know. It's just. It's, I think in it's a weird so... way.
0: I think in a weird way we're we're all kind of saying kind of a similar thing, like I, you know, okay. like it's because I mean he does say it. Like he obviously, like he has it route in his mind, and I think it is some weird way, he, like channels joy into these events. It's um, either way, it's very interesting because it's such a like it's such a choice it's like such a character choice and we all know yes. he's a very method guy too so
1: oh huge yes we do know um, that
0: how much do we how much do we love willem dafoe do we all love oh. willem dafoe here
1: yes absolutely
0: have you guys seen that meme where it's willem dafoe willem de friend? like when he's sad and when he's no. like happy oh my god it's so good it's an oldie <laughs> Uh, love I him. have a
2: feeling we might be getting that text later tonight.
0: Yeah, I'll find it. Find it. I'll, find it. I'll send it to everybody. Um, he's so great. He's like a lovely little treasure. When he pops up in something, I'm like, oh, you. Oh, you. You dickens.
2: So apparently yeah. all his scenes and all his scenes were filmed with, um, with Christian Dale. Uh he was asked to do three different takes one where he thought Patrick Bateman was guilty one where he thought he wasn't. And then one where he was sort of either ambivalent or on on the the fence, you know? Um, And then when, so then when they were cutting the film, they had like basically three different reactions to use in different scenes so you get this weird the feeling of it is very like kind of off you know because you're yes. sort of like oh you're guilty oh you're not guilty oh like yes. i don't care you know like yeah so it's very odd it's very odd um and and that is that is why
0: wow that just blew my mind caleb that little factoid that was that that was Boosh, my mind, my mind (laughs) is exploded. It makes sense how are your glands?
1: How are your glands? The
0: (laughs) the glands are on fire, okay? The glands are on fire. Um, Willem Dafoe, man, look at that. That's classic Wilhelm. I mean, obviously,
1: Wilhelm, yes,
0: that was obviously the filmmakers having it in you know part of that too, but that's so (laughs) great. Um, so can we talk about the business cards? (laughs) No, we have to. (laughs) We have to. I I think we must. (laughs) That's the ultimate part of their, like, you know, kind of pissing contest is, like, this business card and who has the most superior. And, of course, you know, Patrick actually sweats when he encounters a superior (laughs) business card because that means someone is, like, one upped him and like one and that and that that is not acceptable. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. Is it I, superior well, I, though? No. I mean they're like basically all the same. Yeah. <laughs> Again, with yes. This whole like them becoming the same person. They have to use like different verbiage like eggshell versus white, you know, yeah, or
0: yeah.
2: Uh Equal. but they're all the fucking same. It's all
0: yeah. It's got a
1: watermark.
0: <laughs> Gold leaf, yeah.
1: Yep. And uh and it, what's the friend they have the one that's a little more on the outcast, the outside of it, the your favorite the ginger? Uh Louis uh Caruthers, Caruthers.
0: Oh, the one name. the the fiance of the of Samantha Mathis. Yes. He's yes. having an affair with. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Louis. His name. Yes.
1: Louis, okay he ends up having the one that the card the best card out of all of them right which of course right he has go gold really, leaf really yeah. triggers him really triggers patrick <laughs> yeah, yeah so much so that he wants to kill him he wants battle. to kill
0: him yes <laughs> but that doesn't quite go according to plan <laughs> no what's, but, and what's interestingly enough though that and
1: that's he doesn't he doesn't do anything to Lewis. though so, like after that you know what i mean
0: yeah, he doesn't ever try again. I think he's like, I, I, you know, I don't know exactly how to interpret that. Like, he's so shaken off his game or something that he's like, I can't do it. Or maybe he really is like, this guy's like better than me because of his business card. And maybe I, you know, I'm just going to choke again if I try to kill him, you know? And that's interesting. You can think To put yourself in Patrick Bateman's mind, It's it's hard to like, you know, when he makes the decision about things why he right. does yeah
1: yes I don't killed know. the
0: poor homeless man and his dog for basically <laughs> <Yes>. no reason
1: <laughs> oh man that's a brutal scene he goes in there just like oh hey i just i want to help you here's some money kind of thing and, and then and then just completely turns it around to like why don't you have a job you're a piece of shit yeah stomps a dog to death and then just takes off it's
0: like just to be oh, cool it's just yeah. to like yeah. inflict cruelness on another person and he does that throughout the film but that's one of those great you're not an anti-hero moments because it's like right. jesus you are awful yeah. <laughs> yeah. you really what's a, what's, suck
2: i guess what's sort of interesting about that is he's like why don't you have a job None of these people in Patrick Bateman's life, they all have jobs, but none of them are ever working.
0: Yes. (laughs) They're all sitting around
2: showing business cards, talking about what they're wearing, talking about where they're going to eat next, talking about why this restaurant is better than that one because the bathrooms are better to do coke in.
0: (laughs) <laughs> um, producer Scott pointed out that exact fact when, when we watched it. And it's like, it's very telling of these, sometimes these very rich and powerful characters in, in our world. What do they actually do? You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, it, it's very, very telling of their, their culture there. Um right. Also, we love a Texas chainsaw moment.
1: <laughs> we do. There's <laughs> so yeah. Or there's a couple we'll call it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Between him, A, watching it on TV, and then, of course, chasing chasing a young lady <laughs> him through the coming. halls.
0: Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. just had to. He had to enact it. He had to he
1: enact did. it. I love how he, he's just running through the halls in his sneakers and completely naked. The sneakers. Chases yeah, but completely nude. Just
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> chasing her. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it makes quite an impact. And then he's, like, timing it just so. Yep. Right?
2: The way he kills her. <laughs> and then again so why does no one come outside when there's like a chainsaw going off down the hallway
0: that's a good point caleb but you know what maybe no one's home they're all at fucking (laughs) dorsia
1: or could it possibly be that this is all in patrick bateman's head (laughs) it could be it could be (laughs) It could be but i mean
0: he's um the i mean because then I mean, you could argue that. I can totally see the argument that it's all in his head. I tend to think it's a little more literal because that kind of, again, reinforces the the ending that I interpreted as, that you can really get away with murder, you know? Right. Um, and, I mean, because then, obviously, he kills Christy, but, you know, she sees the head in the freezer. She sees the bodies everywhere, the carnage. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's... who He's an unreliable narrator. That's for sure.
2: Yes. Yes. Well, that's, that's for sure.
0: That's for sure. But. Oh, or like when the ATM says, feed me a stray cat. Obviously the (laughs) ATM does not say that. (laughs) And thankfully the cat makes it out. But it's like, you know, as, as things are starting to dissolve for him, he's (laughs) obviously experiencing things that.
1: Yeah, I mean who really cares about the old lady. Who cares about the old lady that issue? It it's as long as a cat gets away. It's all that matters. So <laughs> when, you,
0: when you can't squeeze a cat into an ATM, it's absurd. I've tried it. Uh You've I've tried, tried, okay, I've tried yeah. To, I've tried to pay bills with a cat. It doesn't work. <laughs>
1: doesn't work.
0: <laughs> no, of course. And then that's me, the lady being like, hey, leave the cat alone. And then I get shot for my trouble. Yeah, that,
1: that hit a little
0: close to home. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a little that's Sandra, a crazy cat lady walking up. Hey,
0: don't shove that cat in the verse with teller. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what I get. That's what I get. <laughs> That'd be it.
1: Oh man. Okay. So, so So
2: what so what do you guys think? What do you did did he actually do it? Did he not do it? What what's your Yeah. Where I, are you I at t- on this?
0: I tend to take it more literally. Again, as I kinda as I kinda just stated, you know, that he the One of the points of it is that you can get away with murder when you're a rich, powerful man, especially a white one. Um, Yeah, and that you can just get away with no one cares,
2: and you can okay. okay.
0: No, and that also kind of makes me think about how nobody came out of their apartments either. Like you know, we hear stories about that stuff happening—people on the side of the road, you know, screaming for help, and nobody stops, or you know that happens sometimes in New York. Like I just read about another one. Somebody's just like waiting for the fucking subway and somebody comes up and starts beating the shit out of them. Nobody does anything, you know, it's anything. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. But I love to interpret that it could be in his head too. I think that's cool.
2: Yeah. Like for me, there's just like a lot of cleanup involved to look the other way. (laughs) I mean, there's a messy, uh, There's a woman in the stairwell with a chainsaw through her. There's like a bloodstain going through the lobby of his, um, apartment condo, whatever it is, you know, where he's dragging the body through, um, in Paul Allen's house. There's like, you know, bodies hanging in the closet, um, that are just suddenly gone, you know, like, I I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard, and I and I know, um, you know that 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 Mary wanted it left ambiguous. The book is left ambiguous about what happened, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's just. Because I'm not think, sure what I think. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think that's the point actually is to figure <laughs> out like what happened. Yeah,
0: if, right. I think, yeah, I think if you're like, was this a dream? Then I think you're not really <laughs> getting it. I I agree. Um I and I love ambiguity in books and in movies. I, I think I love a little choose your own adventure moment. Um and I think part of that whole the cleanup, the cover up, the ignoring. <laughs> a lot of that is, I mean, it obviously happens in our world, but it's a little bit satirical too, right? Like that, right. you know, you know, that everybody could just be like, Oh, that Paul guy disappeared. Well, we have enough money to cover this up. So nobody needs to know there was bodies in the closet or or whatever. Yeah. But I yeah. love it. I love I love interpreting things like different ways. How about you? Well, I saw another- oh, sorry, sorry. I
2: was gonna say I saw another thing that said like maybe he killed the wrong person, you know, when he was thought he was killing Paul Allen, you know, since they all look the same yes! and since they're all being confused. <laughs> <for> <laughs> I love
0: people. it. He killed maybe some it like wasn't, lesser some lesser. You know, maybe beings. it wasn't
2: Paul Allen that he was talking about Huey Lewis on the news to.
0: <laughs> no, that was like just some other random junior partner or something <laughs> yeah. at Pearson Pierce. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So you guys think that then in, in Paul and Paul Allen's apartment or what we are assuming is Paul <coughs> Allen's apartment where Dude, he the fuck where, knows <coughs> where he had <laughs> yeah. bodies, all the bodies stacked up. Then, you know, going in the closet and everything going on. Did the realtor whoever was showing the apartment clean all that up so that she could rent it out to someone
0: else? Uh, Paul Allen's estate. Paul Allen's estate is what I'm saying. If we're going with the literal interpretation, they just cleaned it up and swept <laughs> it under the rug. Is kind of what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Um, is that what you think I, happened? Well, yeah, that's... Oh my gosh, for the third time. Yes, okay. <laughs> I believe in a okay. more literal translation literal of thing. this. Of all... Yes. <laughs> I didn't know if you meant but, the whole
1: thing. Okay.
0: Um. But I also do love the ambiguity. And I love to think about and go on little... Little wormholes in my mind of... it Was it all imaginary? Yes.
1: Okay. So, like,
0: by, yes, yeah. but that
1: I don't know because then once you get past that, and once you get into the 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 meat of it, where he starts going, where he loses complete touch, and he's shooting at the cops, and the the cop car's, cars blowing up, and
2: out. yeah, yeah yep. he's
1: going through all the different office buildings downtown, shooting the the, the night guards or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because we all know, yes, in the eighties film, you can shoot a car and it explodes.
0: It <laughs> <But laughs> so, happens on the rag. But In an 80s yes, film yeah, yeah, or a building a car or a building something's gotta blow
1: absolutely so do we do i i don't know i don't i just don't know yeah i'm the same way i don't know i like to think that it's all <laughs> happening yes but it seems very fantastical that it did happen and that he didn't get caught
0: fantastical <laughs> or end. or satirical like well
1: for sure yeah, yes for yeah. sure absolutely yeah.
0: But yeah, I agree. Like Caleb and I were saying, if like that's what you take away from this movie, then I don't, I don't know that you were paying attention. Like if you're super hung up on that, but that's okay too.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> that's just fine.
1: Overall, we know that Patman Patrick Bateman has got some issues. Um, got some
0: issues, man. I mean
1: the whole ah, the whole thing with the two with the two call girls that he arranges. You know what I mean that he has the the names picked out for them and the whole you know the whole story basically of what he wants to do and picks one up yeah. has another one delivered i mean the whole way he just conducts that whole transaction basically i mean it's so it's
0: like to mention
1: the way he's
2: like looking at himself while Oh yes.
0: <laughs> oh well yeah. That's completely <laughs> you know, like, that like yeah that ridiculous flexing
2: in the camera. Oh <laughs> like, yeah
0: while that's he's having
2: sex with, that's these, completely with these his, sex workers like... his
0: ridiculous like yeah his ridiculous image of himself as right. some sort of a godlike being that's yeah it's so like, you're just like, no, <laughs> dude, no. Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, and that the fact that he obviously, he didn't kill them right away, because and of course, that's one of the more brilliant acts of violence that they don't show, and we just see the aftermath. And then, yeah. of course, and then Christy talking about how she's going to need surgery, and, you know, like, all that stuff. is It's like, that's way more disturbing in this film than something they could have showed us, is that he had this whole evening scripted, planned out how he wanted it to go, and then of course that he obviously, I think he knew from the beginning, he was going to pick up Christy again, and yeah.
1: Right. Finish the job. Finish it, yeah. So basically, what I get out of it is that Patrick Bateman is part of a culture where you have to fit in, you feel like you have to fit in, and be the same. The, The need for his psychotic behavior is the only thing that sets him apart yes so that say that's fair is is that what drives the need to do the killing is that his his desire or wanting to be different than than the norm
0: i think that's an interesting question to pose um i would say it's kind of a chicken or the egg. <laughs> yeah, I would say um, for my interpretation, he's was a psycho first. A lot of people who you hear about who have you know these kind of tendencies, they they knew from an early age that they weren't yeah. like other humans. Um, didn't think of them the same. But it's interesting how, when we look at it through the gaze of, of this 80s, greed is good, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: And,
2: and I would, just adding to that, I think, yes, he was always um, a psychopath. Uh, but because of the the toxic masculinity the The greed, the narcissism, you know of the eighties yeah. you know the the more is good um that just sort of fed his you know what was going on in his head to kill kill yeah. kill kill, uh, and just sort of like exacerbated um yeah what was already there to begin with
0: it's interesting to remember like towards the beginning, his girlfriend is saying like how his dad like basically owns the company and stuff and he doesn't need to like. Work really, but he kind of chooses to. It's kind of interesting. Which is a,
2: why don't why don't you quit? But you obviously hate it, and right. he says I want to fit in.
0: Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah, it <laughs> it just it ties back. It all fits back in, so you can tell Patrick as a child did not have a crack apple.
1: Right, he, he was
0: not. So he was uh, not a crack apple child
1: in the in the chat, real quick. Yes, uh, Pismo in that
0: old chat.
1: The old chat, it's been very, it's been very active. Uh, Pismo, first to talk about Star Trek for a real long time. <laughs> so I'm, I'm never going to bring Star Trek up ever again, just so you guys know. Pulled but, focus.
0: Um,
2: it's okay. Yes. I'll do it for you guys.
1: Okay, okay thanks. <laughs> but um, Pismo and Mark basically says the movie was clever enough for the audience to come up with their own conclusion. Yes. So, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then Kelly says, um, but how do we know the other guys aren't doing weird things too? And I guess that's a very good point.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah, we, don't. Yeah, we, don't, we don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. They probably're probably doing worse somehow. <laughs> they're probably doing worse things.
1: It's very, very possible. So good question, Kelly. We'll have to give you a brownie point for that one.
0: <laughs> no demerits. We will take away one of your demerits and give you a point instead.
1: <laughs> there you <laughs> go. How's oh, your moonshine, Neil? It's really good. I'm drinking a lot of it. <laughs> so it's <very> good. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Oh, my God. Stop. It's, <laughs> I don't know that you said that with, like, happiness or concern.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little of both. I don't know. Can we, see, so.
0: can we see the progress? Can you hold it up?
1: Oh, it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's not that bad, actually. I haven't gone.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know, You're not on t- your second jar. So, <laughs> not my second <laughs> jar. No.
1: no. But, well,
0: that's hey. Maybe you found a new little treat for yourself.
1: Maybe it's pretty. It's very tasty. Yeah,
0: it grows yeah, on to be you. Yeah. yeah,
1: So it does. It grows on like yes, like my, <laughs> like my chest hair. It grows on you. So
0: <laughs> you can't get too close to Neil. It will grow on you. <laughs> well, it's hair.
1: like it's like uh, Jordy Verrill. You know, just don't get too <laughs> close because. <laughs>
0: When are we gonna anyway, watch that?
1: Whenever you want. I'm all for watching Creepshow. Show. I you thought you me. were gonna
0: pick that for your birthday.
1: Well, we covered we that once already on the show, long, long, uh, number two episode, actually. So I figure
0: it might be worth a revisit at some point.
1: At some point, for sure. I agree. Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to do it. But yeah. Okay. So should we summarize? I guess yeah, so. are I we think at we that can. Point?
0: Put, I think we can put a bow on American Psycho.
1: So it's a film that we all like,
0: apparently. Yeah, Yeah. I would say it's a strong, like, it's a strong, strong.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we can't say enough again for Christian Bale's role. I mean, for his acting abilities, we all know he's amazing, but he did a fantastic job. Willem Dafoe was fantastic.
0: Yeah, love him. And we should say
2: that Christian Bale had to wait a really long time to get this part. He was cast, and then he wasn't, and then he... You know, it was supposed to be, like, this kind of low-budget movie, and then at one point, Oliver Stone and, and Leonardo was DiCaprio yes! was it, like, attached to it, but he yeah. you know, was going to get 20 million, $21 million to do it, and, like, they bumped the budget up to $40 million, so Come he was going to get, like, over half of the budget, and then right. didn't do it. I, I don't know, like, at one point, Cronenberg was attached to it that Um, would have been a trip Johnny Depp at one point was interested in doing it like there's all these like weird mythology (laughs) this mythos before it got made all this shit happened
0: (laughs) I feel like I mean it's not the same thing but I feel like Leo got this out of his system with like Wolf of Wall Street like (laughs) he was kind of like (laughs) which I've yet to finish that film my god a long movie my god sir (laughs)
1: Um, That's a good point, actually, Sandra. That yeah, Leo was getting ready for this film, and then it didn't happen, and so yeah. he had this in, in his craw. He was just kind of yeah. gnawing on like a like, yeah. called his eighties. He, yeah. he called
0: Martin Scorsese, and he's like, Marty, Marty, <laughs> make me a Wall <laughs> Street man, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> make me an eighties bad guy. Tarantino, <laughs> want, will, Tarantino know. won't do it.
0: <laughs> Nobody <laughs> will do it, Marty. <laughs> Because
2: that's what Leo sounds like. Clearly. Evan just brought up a good point. He said uh, Christian Bale was inspired by Tom Cruise's fake friendly demeanor in a TV interview. And this is this is true. Um, he saw an interview with Tom Cruise on uh, Late Night with David Letterman. Uh, and he saw this intense friendliness with nothing behind the eyes. Shut and the that's, fuck that's what he mo- modeled. You know, Patrick Bateman after. I have
0: chills. I have chills because I think we've all seen Tom Cruise in an interview. Yes, I think we've all (laughs) seen it, right? Like we know we know what he's talking about. Oh Tom Cruise. I mean, Tom Cruise, that's a whole we could almost do an entire episode where we talk about Tom Cruise.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And in the novel, Tom Cruise lives in the same building as Patrick Bateman.
0: Oh my God. Wow. Basically, it's <laughs> Tom Cruise's life story.
1: <laughs> My pituitary is...
0: <laughs> it's throbbing. It's throbbing.
1: It's... <laughs> there it
0: is. <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, oh, that oh, gives me true Ooh, crazy God. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly no love loss between patrick i mean patrick between christian bale and and tom cruise then that he's like (laughs) yeah you know he's real fucking creepy tom cruise
2: (laughs) (laughs) like i'm trying to think have they ever been in a
0: movie together (laughs) (laughs) right no they probably don't like each other (laughs) well they don't now anyway
1: (laughs) no tom cruise likes
0: everyone Sure, about, sure, uh, I, sure, well, sure.
2: I think Tom Cruise likes everyone when the camera's filming, yeah.
0: <laughs> With his, now all I can think about is Tom Cruise's like dead eyes. Like a doll's eye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Talking about Jaws' the dead <laughs> eyes.
0: Exactly, and Caleb's got yeah. a Jaws shirt on. I do. Well,
1: Jaws! Um, so do you have any any female films you can
0: uh, promote tonight? You can talk about or? Oh my goodness. Um, If not, I I feel so, I feel so on the spot. Well, like I said, I was going to throw out some next week. Um, There's a girl walks home alone at night, which I've talked about on here before revenge that I talked about recently. Um, We've talked a little bit about in the past here, of course, uh, Jackie Kong. We've talked about uh, the, uh, Slumber Party Massacre films. There's also uh the Boba Duck. Fucking love the Boba Duck. <laughs> the Boba Duck. <laughs> duck, duck, duck. I have to watch I that, because I, I wasn't as, as impressed
1: as everyone else was the first time. So <gasps> oh. I have to watch watch Boba Duck. Again, I I, love I've never never seen it.
0: I love me some Babadook. I love most people. Most people
1: do love it quite a bit. I need need to watch it again and
0: see. It it might have been um, maybe a little overhyped for you at the time, and maybe with a little distance, maybe it really it really took a lot of the horror world kind of by storm. Um, So there's just a few for you right there for me. Right. I'll give you more next time.
1: No, yeah, I mean, I would, I would recommend people go check out, of course, some early stuff like a Catherine Bigelow Near Dark, you know, kind of thing, which is a classic vampire western type flick. You have your A Girl Walks Alone at Night, which is a western modern, but and this is of course an 80s alone. version. An 80s yes. walks home. Sorry, walks home. Yeah. A girl does something in the dark somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: Catherine Bigelow is in the dark.
1: <laughs> in the dark, but yeah, but anyway, Near Dark, of course, um, before Catherine won her Oscar. First female to win an Oscar for directing, she did Near Dark. So definitely check that out. Uh Issa Lopez, of course we love her Tigers Not Afraid. Ah! So brilliant. amazing amazing film, amazing oh uh filmmaker. God. Uh Jennifer Lynch. She's of course yes. doing some cool stuff both movies and TV. Yeah. Um uh da-da-da. and then uh I mean the original uh, Pet Cemetery film,
0: Mary Lambert. Yep. Mary Lambert. Great film. Yeah. Yeah. We so, love to see it. Yeah, it's there's some for you right there, kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, go out and find some, find some yeah. female horror because it's out there for sure. I mean, women have know. been a part of horror since day one. Yeah, um, they've and they've been. I mean, they've been such a huge piece of it. Obviously, there's, I mean, so many women that I just adore <laughs> from horror growing up. You know, there's that so many there yeah. are that I think are just awesome. And um, yeah, I can't recommend enough people to go out and search out women. Produced. Oh, directed. maybe I'll
0: try to. Maybe I'll give you some horror um writers who are women Diablo Cody, written by. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's great.
2: She, she's
0: great. <laughs> <laughs> she's, yeah. she's I like Jennifer's
2: body. So I know you we guys do. Or, yes. I know you do. Um, we did a whole <laughs> spooky Slumber
0: Party episode on
2: I know. <laughs> it. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Well, that's all I've got. I think it's time to go home. Yeah, I guess
1: that's it, man. We're doing a we're doing a, a we non-Kevin Costner episode today. So we're
0: well, <laughs> first time early. for everything. <laughs> first time for everything.
1: Yep. First time.
0: <laughs> we're not rapping early. We're rapping at the time that we always aim to rap.
2: That's right. <laughs> well, it's because we didn't have a game planned or anything or
0: no game plan.
2: <laughs> quick, quick. No someone wrote a no. an FM plan. FMK. <laughs> right. Someone in the Would chat. You rather-
0: do- Give us an FMK. Give us a Would You Rather right now. Right now. You have like a second.
2: Hurry, hurry, hurry. 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 We'll stall. We'll stall for you. Three, two, one. All right. Scott, sing us a
1: song, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) You're the piano man. (laughs) No, not yet. Well, let's (laughs) see if they give
0: us an FMK or a...
1: Wasn't... Yeah. Or Would You Rather. Or <laughs> what? We'll What's the new uh, thing American, one?
2: Oh, American Psycho killer. Uh, American Psycho characters. All right, Mary fuck kill. American oh. Psycho killers. I
1: think I'm going to kill them all. What is QMF. What is I think Q-M-F? it's supposed.
2: I think it's supposed to be Mary fuck kill, but or fuck Mary. No.
1: <laughs> what is the Q stand for? What is the Q stand, stand for? Are hungry. Kui <laughs> Mary question. kill aren't- <laughs> <Coo-wee>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: really <laughs> Oh my god.
1: No, Mindy Caleb is flipping me off actually, Mindy. Don't oh, worry right. about it. It's not. Mindy,
2: you. I was I was typing you a response.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now we got our okay, takers. Okay, So oh. Kelly
1: says, would you rather F Patrick with the sneakers on or off? <laughs> oh, uh definitely of definitely on. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean We're just like
1: it are completes fresh, the look.
0: There's just some fresh <laughs> sneakers, yeah.
1: Those those rebox need to be fully pumped and ready to yeah. go. <laughs> so you're <laughs> good to go.
0: Yeah. That's what controls the whole mechanism. <laughs> That's
1: <Yeah>. it. Good <laughs> Man, question. Okay Mark, Kelly. okay, Mark. Okay, Mark, I don't I don't hate Kevin Costner. Mark Visions truth talked about that jab <laughs> yeah, at Neil's disdain for Kevin Costner. I actually Neil, like Kevin Costner. Neil I,
2: hates Kevin Costner. <laughs> he hates him. <laughs> he
0: he has for his dead Neil eyes.
2: Hates. <laughs> Neil never, ever, ever in Las Vegas told Kevin Costner that he's the best Wyatt Earp ever. <gasps> he didn't tell him that because he, he didn't tell hates that? him. He did not tell him that because he hates Kevin Costner.
0: He doesn't have a huge, giant picture of Kevin Costner in his home.
2: Yes. No. About, in actually, my bedroom. No. <laughs> yes.
0: You do have no. a picture of no, Kevin no, he Costner does in your home. I do. No, I have that hates, picture.
2: No, he hates no. Kevin Costner, so <laughs> he Dance does not wolves. have those Caleb, things. Caleb
1: from Dances with Wolves. I have a picture of him with his naked butt in my bedroom. I give it a rest, or he scratches <laughs> it. <laughs> yes.
0: Don't you have the poster, the Wyatt Earp poster?
1: I have Wyatt Earp and Dances with Wolves, actually.
0: Oh, I don't. Where, where's the Dances with Wolves one?
1: It's in the hallway in the stairwell. He, oh, I, him, I'm not allowed he's to go, go that hung them up ironically far. because he hates yeah. Kevin Costner. It's going up I tra- to the fourth floor. The fourth I tried, floor of
0: the castle. Yeah. I yeah. tried to get up there once and the skeletons poached me with it. No,
1: stick. they're like no.
0: <laughs> and they were like, they were like they were like the master says the says you cannot pass.
2: <laughs> he hangs them in his moat thinking that it'll keep people away.
0: <laughs> no, I Kevin Costner is a fucking gem of a human being and we all adore him. But Neil will never forgive him for being the postman. There'll always be that between them. There'll always be that between them. That war as, lo-
1: as long as Caleb keeps <laughs> endorsing this film so emphatically, I will continue to.
0: I think it's actually making you hate it more.
1: I will. I don't know. It may maybe. I'm, it, it, it I'm may
0: just saying,
2: good... Postman and A Thousand Miles to Graceland, two of his best, best
1: works.
0: I like A Thousand Miles to Graceland.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's a good film. Uh, it's a good film
0: can I mean, we watch Waterworld? because i've never seen that
1: yeah of Ooh. course we can oh oh my we'll have to I do know. that okay
0: i've only seen the pictures where the people were trash that's, oh, all, that's wow. all i know <laughs> i, I seriously
2: you said that i just got like yeah? excited like down in my nether
1: regions <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear so, the I, trash it, people it pumped up your reebok <laughs> <The trash>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: The trash folks are Kevin Costner's. Uh, they're his William Morris agency crew. Those are the people the people represent him. The trash. Oh, it's folk.
0: like his, That's so. like his lawyers.
1: Those yeah, his lawyers and his agents. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the trash people. So, absolutely. that's oh. all he lets them have. That's okay.
0: It. Well, future episode, Waterworld. I that's can't true. wait. Right. Okay. Todd
2: Pismo, Mark Evan. No way out is an awesome movie. No <laughs> so out. good.
0: I don't think I've seen that. So good. No, I don't think Kevin I've seen Costner, that. Gene Hackman,
2: Sean Young. Young,
1: a oh. limo. <laughs> so I good. like Gene Hackman. Good I don't
0: movie. know. If, I don't know how I feel about limos, to be honest. But
1: <laughs> okay, okay. So Christian Bale, Tom Cruise, or Kevin Costner? FMK
0: marrying Kevin Costner. Yeah, marrying Kevin Costner. Uh... I'm Fought gonna fuck Christian. Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah. And was it Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise, get out of here. I'm gonna run you over in my car. I don't know about you, bro. <laughs> nice. No, and wow. I like a lot. I like a lot of Tom Cruise's movies and stuff, but in, in that triad, he's out. Okay. He's
1: out. Fair enough. Tom Cruise, he's out. So, um, I guess that's it. Otherwise, uh Todd says he likes the Waterworld Universal stunt show. Goddamn right. That's a great show. I yes. agree with you on that, Todd. Absolutely. <laughs> My Michael says Waterworld movie, you wish you could get that time of your life back after watching. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, I just I
2: just want to rewind that VHS tape and watch it again. <laughs> Kevin Costner. That's,
0: that's the only way to watch Waterworld is on VHS. It's the yeah. only sorry, way. To do. Sorry. Sorry, Michael.
2: It. I I love you, but you're wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait, yes. hold on. I have to wait. Just just like all jokes aside. All jokes aside. Do you really like that movie, Caleb? Waterworld? Are you being on a, are yeah. you being on No, no, movie? I
2: really I really you like it. You really like it?
0: it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cuz I know it's another one. It's like that in Postmaster, like the only movies that people Openly trash. Postmaster. <laughs> postmaster. postmaster. <laughs> post. The postmistress. The postmaster the general. Postmaster. Uh. He's got the a. Postman. Dyed, he's,
2: no, the postmaster. He's got like dyed black tiger. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my God. Uh, I mean, there's so many. There's so many different ways to describe the post. The postman. The um, postman. And and the and, and you've seen Waterworld, Neil. You've yes. seen Waterworld, and you like it.
1: Yes. I do, yeah.
0: You really, actually, legit like it.
1: Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's okay. fine. <laughs> and it's when's the last like time?
0: It? When's the last time you guys saw it? I'm just curious. Oh,
1: it's it's been a long time. Uh, for me. Okay. couple 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 months ago. <laughs>
0: couple couple hours. Couple <laughs> wow. days. Okay, I'm just curious because you know it's kind of like going into when we do watch it. It'll be like when we went into the Postman. The postman like the wickerman where i don't i don't know how to feel because all i've ever heard is people you know saying how awful it is so i'm very curious okay yeah
1: yeah i, I don't know for that one i seem to like it more i yeah that one I don't, maybe it's maybe it's dennis because uh what's this dennis is in it but um yeah that might do it for me
0: the hop the big hopper
1: Yes, the hopper himself. There's a great stunt scene with explosion and crap on the boat that's really cool. So it has enough for me that it it pulls it together.
0: Are there sharks?
1: Uh, Yeah, isn't there a Uh, shark in the
0: kill? Is there a shark in it? No. If there's a shark in it, I'm
2: good. There are are sea creatures.
1: Isn't there a shark with a laser on its head? (laughs) I'm thinking of something else.
0: (laughs) That's Austin
2: Powers. uh, Austin Powers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah with a laser laser uh, okay well because if there was
0: if there was a shark in it i was like i, I was gonna be in i was gonna be like, i love that movie i love movies for I don't, yeah i, you, I,
2: don't I mean you'd you'd think that there would be like this great opportunity <laughs> a for like, shark no so yeah. there is um there are yeah there are sea
0: creatures but uh no no shark there's plenty of sharks. Is that what you're asking about? Sharks? <laughs> no, no, sharks with the dorsal fin and the oh, with a K.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Not oh with my a, god. Uh, not with a T. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, stay tuned, people. That'll be a future episode one day. That's my next. Oh pick. yeah.
1: Water <laughs> rolls coming at you. <laughs> splish, splish Splash.
0: Splash. Splash.
1: We'll have to get Kevin Costner on that episode then. We'll have to bring him on. I'm
0: sure he'd love to talk about it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he
2: I've got him on speed dial. Yep. <laughs> beep
1: boop, beep boop. Beep. So, so just real quick, just so everyone yes. knows, I did, in fact, stop Kevin Costner in Vegas and say, hey, Kevin, you are the best Wyatt Earp, and he shook my hand. So I yes. people do need to know that, that I did, in fact, do that. So, And I was serious, because I do, in fact, like Kevin Costner and his Wyatt Earp. He's so, a
0: he's a treasure. We love Kevin Costner. We love he's him.
1: Goddamn,
0: he's a goddamn treasure.
1: He knew how to stop the oil leak in the Gulf of Mexico. No one else could do it, but Kevin Costner knew how to do it.
0: Kevin so, knew.
2: He, he did. did. He had the yeah with that uh, when uh, British Petroleum had that spill. Yep, this is true. This is not real. Life. I don't this know, this know what you're talking about. This isn't. I don't know what okay, you're talking so remember about. Remember when uh, no. BP like BP. had that big oil spill in uh, the Gulf of where was it? Florida? Mexico.
1: No, Mexico. The Gulf of Mexico. Mexico.
0: Okay, like, o- the body oil of water. spills ha- oil spills happen a lot, but this was one that was there especially was a rig out there and
1: an explosion happened and then it right. started leaking millions of gallons of oil into the Gulf and they couldn't okay. figure out how to fix it. And Kevin Costner yeah. said, Well, I've got this technology already they here, use it from and some company and that it. he's yeah. owns. like
0: invested yeah. in basically. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and he yeah, like Kevin Costner is a secret venture capitalist. I love this. And then he was and he was Jeez, like whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is,
1: he fixed it. So he it's fixed like, it.
0: That's yes. so crazy. just like he brought America back in the basement! <laughs> <laughs> he fixed America and Caleb, the. Caleb, you can't just do that. You can't just God. bring that on somebody. No, no. <laughs> I'm dying. Stop. What
1: would Kevin Costner do if he were here right
0: now? <laughs> he ple- oh my God, Kevin Costner! That's so cool. Yes. Yeah.
1: He is a man. All right.
0: The man. Okay.
1: Well that's enough, Costner.
0: That's right. that's been yeah. the Kevin that's Costner. Game. That's yeah. our game for you. He's like a <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. Oh my god. Wait, this is a great game. Actually, Kevin Costner, fact or fiction. <laughs> it's like we tell a story, and it's like, what was it really Kevin Costner? Right? Yeah.
2: Bullshit or not. Costner Gilder, <laughs> a, a baseball diamond in his cornfield. He,
0: false. in a fictional depiction he did. <laughs> I love that movie, Field of Dreams. Mm, love it.
1: Did Kevin Costner end COVID? <laughs> True or false?
0: No, that was Sally Parton. Oh!
1: Okay. Oh, okay.
0: Alright, what do you guys think? Should we get out of here? Let's go home. I want to go home. Let's
1: put a bow on it.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty tired. All right.
1: many. Kelly and Hungry and Michael and Todd and Evan and Mark and Park I and love James you, Kelly. And Mindy and Laura and uh, who else? Anyone else? Macy. Macy, thank you. Macy's Laura. still here. Hungry. Did I say hungry? Todd? <laughs> I can't remember. You love you guys so
0: much. <laughs> Todd, plural. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you I'm Chris. I'm going to run you over in my car.